0: From Land Grand Brewing Company, <laughs> Columbus, Ohio.
1: Right in front, too. Just make sure to get a bunch of oh, stuff wow. like Oliver and Mike. Yeah, I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one?
0: Yeah. Land Grand Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers
1: with the Brewers.
2: What is going on, Land Grant Craft Beer Lovers? Welcome to the Thursday, March 25th episode of Beers with the Brewers. I'm Mark Richards, and also on the podcast this week we've got Walt Keys, Dan Schaefer, and Adam Benner. What is up? Hello,
3: hello. We're we're live from the Kickstarter room. Look at this. Well, Adam and I are at least. We got the
0: Moderna brothers here. First yeah. that first <laughs> first doses. In so we're sitting here live. That's great. Enjoying some beers uh, in the uh, in the Kickstarter room. First time recording here since last March, I think.
3: Yeah, over mm-hmm. a year.
2: What a long, strange trip it's been, am I right? Yeah, that's
3: a good way to put it, Mark. You're right. Correct. Did you just come up with that?
2: I did. Now, this week's show, <laughs> we have something that I didn't come up with at all. Gravitational energy is what this beer is all about. It's an IPA with passion fruit and guava. Tropical, hoppy, and juicy, this one. And I got to tell you, I am so excited about the crushability of this beer that we're just going to do it first. How crushable is this? How crushable is this? Quarantine edition. It's a
3: six. And I think I think we know that because uh, we had some figuring out to do before recording this. And I Mark, I know you're already on your second one.
2: I just cracked another beer. Yeah. It's a six. What about you, Adam?
0: I've had some of the experimental of this at my house, and then also, um, I believe I took a six-pack home of this over the weekend, and introduced some folks that hadn't been down to the in over a year to this beer, as uh, they were looking for something light, easy drinking, and... Uh, I know several were had by the table, so I, i'd i probably go with the six six crusher,
2: bam, there it is, all right, Dan. I know you're a victim of peer pressure always on this, but you could still you could still throw the whole system
1: off where yeah yeah i'm i am i am not gonna break out the gang, and um uh, yeah, besides the missus has been crushing on this quite heavily, so um yeah. Six it is. Oh, yeah. Ring the bell. We've got
2: it.
0: If you're in Ohio, you know, you got your vaccine, you know, you might need to start easing away from the quarantine edition of the crushability skill. You might be going out. You might be at the Langer and Beer Garden. You might Mm. be going to hang out with fellow vaccinated friends per CDC guidelines. You can start doing that. Mm -hmm. And uh, per Governor DeWine, in, you know, six to eight weeks, we're all going to be hanging out again uh, like it's 2019. So... You just got to make sure you're crushing responsibly as things open back up, but also be responsible with your mask and your social distancing, uh, as we're still not through all of this. The more you know, and then you can yeah. you know, I mean show the, the animation on the- The, the, the gravitational
3: pull to get back to normal is strong,
0: but yes.
3: still use your head, wear that mask,
0: and uh, drink responsibly. Yeah, lot, Drink responsibly. Getting us uh, to drink responsibly.
2: I think all of us are ready to get rid of the quarantine edition, but I don't think it's up to us. I think it's up to the state of Ohio. So until then, Dan, why did you choose to make this perfect marriage of hops and fruit?
1: Um, Well, one, just let me say I roll deep with Pfizer. And two, um, I like to think that Walt came up with this name when he had a mouthful of crackers and tried to say gravitational, but um, I, I just had got a bunch of fruit samples. We were messing around doing Suko and um, some other sour concepts that I'm working on. I was just trying stuff, and I thought this this combo was really tasty and also sort of inspired by some of the hops uh, in the the flavor descriptors. Stuff that we've been using recently like Idaho 7 like mosaic that that fit that description that I thought would play well with those fruits so uh, our friends at fruit crown uh, gave us samples of both their guava and their their passion fruit concentrate and um, Guava is super cool. It comes across as very daiquiri like to me, but also kind of has a meaty savory finish and passion fruit is super acidic and very aggressive, particularly um, concentrated form as uh, we had it. So I think we ended up going three to one guava de passion fruit and uh, a relatively modest fruiting for us. It was less than a pound per barrel that we ended up using. But when you're doing these beers, it's kind of hard to gauge. You want them to be balanced and where do the hops start and finish? Where does the fruit start and finish? You don't want want one to step on the other. I think that it ended up working out well that um, they kind of meld together into this one thing. I think you can definitely tell that there's hops in here. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was a bit worried that the mosaic dry hop would get lost in there, but I tried it in the tank both after fruiting and then after, because we added the fruit first and uh, dropped the temperature a bit and then added mosaic. And there's a definite difference, and I think the mosaic brought something different to the party. But, yeah, it's Idaho 7 and Columbus on the hot side. Idaho 7 is kind of like Fruity Pebbles, just like a base layer of super fruitiness. Uh, Columbus, CTZ, whatever you want to call it, dank, grapefruity, but also provides precursors to a lot of tropical stuff and all of that mushed together, it gives you this, 6.4% ABV uh, with a relatively light, 31 IBUs, I knew we would get some... um, Some of that kind of tannic seediness from the passion fruit, so I didn't want it to be overly bitter. Uh, 10% wheat. Uh, I think you get that little breadiness on the back end, but it's quite dry. I'm not sure where it ended up attenuation-wise, but it's pretty damn dry. It just blends the fruit
0: together so well with the hops, that dry finish. It is almost like it is a really ripe... um, guava fruit. You get that bitterness, but you're not like, I feel like I'm not really sure, is it from the fruit? Is it from the hops? And you know, a lot of times with these quote, fruited IPAs, they end up using some sort of a extract or something like that that tastes like orange soda or something that is a fake flavoring and this really complements each other. Like I said, during the crushability, it's something that I gave to people that weren't really beer drinkers that Absolutely loved it. So, I think this is a winner.
2: Mm-hmm. I think the combination of the dryness and that slight amount of acidic sensation when it goes into the finish, it leaves it more of a clean finish that just has that remnant of fruit in it. It is lovely. So, everything in this, Dan, you're telling me it was dry fruiting and then followed by a dry hopping after the fruit. So, the fruit was added after fermentation and then... Right. Once that had sat for how many days did you end up hitting it again with mosaic hops?
1: We um, did our standard nuclear fermentation at 95, uh, dropped it to 75, once we had a stable gravity to do the fruit, Mm -hmm. try to retain some of those aromatics. And then when that was done, uh, we dropped it down to 55 uh, to hit it with mosaic. Perfect.
2: So, Walt, you made up a word again.
3: I mean, yeah, I guess. It's fun, though. It is fun. <laughs> so, the main inspiration for this label is probably, uh, you guys all remember Fruitopia. Do you
0: know the that Coca-Cola uh, brand Fruitopia beverage? was designed by marketing students at Miami University, Walt? I did was not. It part of Ooh. a uh, marketing class. Uh, that was a class project that they used with Coca-Cola. There you go. A little known fact about the Richard T. Farmer School of Business there. <laughs>
3: I mean, That's the label, I was just trying to go for something that was like, like sort of uh, fruity as hell, but also kind of abstract and psychedelic a little bit. But I racked my brain for a long time on this beer. And uh, sometimes just going with the dumb pun is the way to go. And the name gravitational energy just came to me in a in a fever dream. And uh, not a non-COVID related fever dream, but... I don't know, it was one of those, I had the idea and I was like, this really fits. And I think it really went well with the beer and then trying the pilot batch of this one that I think it it really fit. And so, and then I think the art kind of follows the name and just sort of abstracts weird 60s pseudoscience, I guess is the idea. And as someone that got a D in physics in uh, 11th grade gravitational energy might be a real thing i don't really actually know it was right after lunch and i was i would just fell asleep every day (laughs) i didn't get a good grade so sorry mr clark for that one so there you go
2: adam are you over there on wikipedia looking for gravitational
0: no i'm not (laughs) (laughs) i'm actually um uh, this is maybe lead into our, our next topic. I I am on Sweetwater.com uh, being ADD right now as uh, before we got on this episode, since this is the first live recording we've had in a while, I went through our bin of microphones and XLR cables uh, that we historically have used for beers with the brewers and... We had some faulty cables, some faulty microphones, so I actually broke open one of our, our our newer microphones that will debut back on the stage in the beer garden here in a few weeks. <laughs> I was wondering you where like this that going. you like that segue. Mm-hmm. That's you like good. That segue. We we now can get back to hey, there's stuff going on at the brewery again. Yeah, thanks to everyone that did come out for the March Madness. It's been fun, except for the way the Buckeyes played. But hey. As, as long as you're not a fan, fan of, the of the tournament, Big Ten, it's been going yeah. great. If you were a Pac-12 fan or, a, uh, like Dan, a fan of the Ohio Bobcats, I imagine Dan's a fan of the Ohio Bobcats. I am. Um, you had a great first couple days of the tournament. But, hey, we have a tournament, and that's exciting. So that's still going on in the beer garden through the weekend. We'll have that on. Uh, Sweet 16, Elite 8, a lot of upsets going on. And then I think it's the first weekend of May. Well, I mean, we'll have more updates, but the Beer Garden Music Series will be returning live music Thursdays and Sundays here in the Beer Garden and partnering with Franklinton Arts District on the second Friday of every month, starting in, I believe, May uh, for Franklinton Fridays. uh, We'll have music in the Beer Garden again. So uh, we will also be having the movie nights returning we're not sure on the day whether it will be uh monday tuesday wednesday sometime earlier in the week but uh look for that um uh returning to the beer garden trivia will be returning as well here starting in april on tuesday nights yeah we got the virtual trivia going on
3: now through the end of the march Uh, yeah and then uh on tuesday nights we'll be back in person in the beer garden uh with our wonderful host travis hoesher which is why we call it trivia
0: and um, kicking off with uh, what i've been wanting to do for a long time in the beer garden a live game show ask yeah. uh, trivia night so maybe that'll turn into something else but no news on events just yet uh so again we'll talk about that as uh, restrictions may or may not get lifted but uh, a whole lot of programming going on this summer down here most likely socially distanced we got all the space so yeah it's exciting
1: a lot of games to watch sure. this week. You should probably just show up every day and have a beer just to make sure. So, yeah, just why to make wouldn't sure? you don't want to miss out?
3: Yeah, you don't want to miss. <laughs> just come down, have a beer, and if nothing's yeah. going on, you can go home. But uh, if there is something going on, you want to you want to stick around.
0: With all the awesome beers that have been it's coming out that haven't been able to stick around so much, you got to come down to the tap room if you're going to want to sample them anyway. That's, that's even more the reason to come on down.
2: Oh, sure. Does anybody have any semblance of a bracket left?
0: I have one, but it's not worth a lot. Yeah. It's
2: a mess. Dan, you made the right call not uh, making I, a bracket. That a, I
0: mean, I think Walt and I shared a similar Final Four. I had Ohio State beating Michigan in the championship game and mm-hmm. beating Illinois in the Final Four, and I think Michigan maybe beating Gonzaga. So maybe I have mm-hmm. half the bracket left. But
1: Yeah, Michigan's doing great.
2: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
3: Yeah, it's great for everyone I know my dad's happy yeah. about that
1: I took Oral Roberts in Loyola in the Final Four So I'm still good <laughs> you Oral know Roberts
3: what? From, the, from the Dental Belt Conference That's right
1: Good for Oral from Roberts
2: <laughs> Yeah
3: Maybe they'll win the whole thing And then we won't have to feel so bad Yeah,
2: that's why they call it madness
3: That's, that's exactly right, Mark
2: Next week on the podcast Walt, what do we got?
3: the second loudest person at land grant behind dan bonnie is going to join us to talk about the beer label she designed for sky lantern our yuzu citrus wheat that uh if you're listening to this podcast should be out and available
2: that uh might be pretty high on crushability too quarantine edition or not
3: yeah i snuck a six back home last weekend and it was
2: pretty crushable Listeners, thanks for listening. Make sure to tip your bartenders. Cheers.